Hello folks, Philip Bateman here from Bravo Charlie broadcasting at the Agribusiness Forum with David Goodfellow from Austin. And David's just been a speaker on the panel. And David, you made a wonderful comment about education and the opportunity uh, in the ag sector. Um, what would your message be for potential students out there who are, you know, they look historically at what ag is, like working on a farm, working hard. What's changed over the time? Well, I think right now what we're seeing is a massive new investment into our industry in Australia and there's a shortage of the talent resources that we need to take advantage of all of that. And I think the, the, the new investment we're seeing into our industry has got a life of probably 10 to 15 years, that the flow-on impact of that money that's coming in. And it's in fields like new technology um, as well as just developing land, but you know, the opportunities are pretty profound right now. So what we need is great young, young minds and enthusiastic people to come and you know, play with us in this industry to take advantage of these things. And there was a comment made about the, um, essentially the fear in the newspapers about the drought, the hard life the farmers have. What don't the Australian public know about ag in Australia? Well, ag goes through its cycles and people tend to get very fixed on what is the return on ag as an absolute number. But the returns on ag can be quite low in some years but brilliantly high in other years. So my view is it's about getting the timing of investment right into our industry. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt that for those who have invested two or three years ago, they've done very well because we're riding the wave right now. Yeah. How long that will last, who knows? We don't know, but we do know it's cyclical. So it's, it's really paramount for us to think about how we're putting to play this capital that's available right now mm. so that we can set ourselves up to survive and indeed prosper mm. through times of maybe tougher margins that might come in the future. So it's quite a serious thing for us to think cleverly about what we're doing with this money that's around our industry right now so that we can properly protect ourselves from those cycles. And I mean, risk is always a part of this discussion. And there's always the consistent call for government to invest more in regional infrastructure and things like that. Um, Australian leadership, I, I'm, my personal opinion, um, is always chronically lacking from my time in the country over the last 30 years. So is the sector going to be able to survive on its own, on its own merit, with its own capital, if we don't see leadership in that sector? Or is that, are we on the verge of crumbling? Well, there's no doubt we need to invest in our future. Um, there's no doubt at all. And what we're seeing in other parts of the world is massive investments into the future of agriculture. Those investments are being best placed in the development of regional infrastructure. That's much more efficient than what we've seen in generations gone by. Those investments are in agricultural education and those investments are in opening up new markets for those exporting countries. So we need investments in all those three areas here in Australia and we need it now. So I've been a, a bit of a supporter of foreign capital investment into Australia because the Australian farming community until the last two years hasn't really had surplus cash to invest in its future like what is required. The Australian government certainly hasn't invested in the future of agriculture in a meaningful way. There's certainly been small projects that have been done but not at a macro scale that needs to be done to make a difference in our industry. And, you know, if the money's not available locally from Australian farmers, it's not coming from the government, the Australian superannuation industry has tended not to invest in agriculture either, yeah. therefore if we need the money it's got to come from overseas, so we should be inviting that money in, but most importantly 
only if that money is being put to play in those factors that we need investment into in Australia. The fourth one, of course, being land development, which requires extraordinary capital as well. Um, but that's where you know, some regulation around what capital is being used for as it comes into Australia from overseas is appropriate for us. Um, but we need capital and we need to invest in those four factors. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Philip. And um, see you soon. Bye. Great. Thank you.